As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Welcome to Halloween Sound Off. Tonight, I pay tribute to the often overlooked foot. Without foot, there's no football. Isn't that right, New Kirk Ferentz? New boss, uh, same as uh, the old boss. With Keith Murphy and John Sears, featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to sound off. All right, welcome to Sound Off. Uh, Keith Murphy along with John Sears. John, a foot? Why, why a foot? A foot? It's the often overlooked foot. Football, what's the most popular sport in the world? Soccer, worldwide. Played, played with your feet, your foot. <laughs> right. What was the biggest play of the Hawkeye football season this year? Uh, probably Kane's 57. Okay, I got you. Off Field his goal. foot. Right. Uh, boy, a lot going on, including the Royals and Mets still playing right still now. Still going. Still going. Game five, but we have a hot topic right here. 515-282-9010. The sound off lines are open. The Cyclones upset Texas 24-zip. ISU did not give up on the season, and the Cyclones are clearly getting better. Over in Iowa City, the Hawkeyes rush to a 21-0 lead and cruise to a 31-15 win over Maryland. The Hawks are two-thirds of the way through the season and 8-0 for just the second time in Iowa history. Give us a call, 282-9010. Got a couple of lines open right now. Iowa State took down Texas, and then Paul Rhodes took on critics. Good for him. Rhodes fired the guy with the best credentials on staff. Mark Mangino won an Orange Bowl at Kansas. Think about that. So dumping Mangino and benching senior quarterback Sam Richardson took guts. But after Baylor, if Mangino resisted changing the offense, he needed to go. Rhodes showed who's boss on a manic Monday. Those changes sparked shutout Saturday. So when Rhodes said there certainly won't be any admission when critics are wrong, he's wrong. I'll admit, I was wrong. I picked Texas. The Longhorns had it going for two weeks, but Wally Burnham's defense shut Texas down, shut Texas out, shut Texas up. That should not happen. Texas has more everything, more money, more talent, more speed, more depth, more, more. So Paul Rhodes, well done. That's the overall most impressive ISU win in years. It's clear your players still believe, but coach, please don't get carried away. We did not imagine eight wins and 24 losses the past three seasons. It's real. ISU shows real signs of getting better, not bitter, so keep it up. The Hawkeyes need to avoid upset for a perfect regular season. So far, so good. 
Not Iowa's best Saturday, but good teams have off days and still beat bad teams by 16. Defense led the way as Iowa avoided being distracted by Maryland's awful helmets. C.J. Beathard can lead and he can pass, but right now he can't run. No Beathard scrambles, no Jordan Kanziri, no Drew Ott, and Iowa's still undefeated. When the college football rankings come out Tuesday, look for Iowa higher than 10th. The schedule to date is better than believed. As for New Kirk, still none of this yet, and I'm sure Kirk is considering the new Kirk kit. What? What's that? Now? Now? Okay, we have we have reaction from Iowa City. So that's the new Kirk? I think I'll go with the older one. Oh. Well, when you're undefeated, any Kirk will do. John? Keith? <laughs> Keith? <laughs> what? What are those? Uh, are, are, is that hair on the toes? Everybody's got hair on their toes, right? <laughs> yeah. It just looks so ridiculous. Keith, Saturday could not have gone any better for Paul Rhodes. Rhodes is on the hot seat, but he answered the call against Texas. Five days after firing Mark Mangino and naming Joel Lanning starting quarterback, the Cyclones embarrassed the Longhorns. I thought the game would be close, but I didn't think Iowa State would win. I was wrong. They dominated and made Texas look like a low-level MAC team. Iowa continues to win, and the haters are out in full force. No Hawkeye fan will deny the favorable schedule down the stretch. But if we're being fair, then Iowa deserves credit for winning. Upsets happen every week. So far, the Hawks have avoided the Big L. The high school football playoffs started this week. 32 teams in each class made the postseason. Next year, we go back to 16. I've talked to coaches for and coaches against the changes. Both make strong arguments. Here's my proposal. 24 teams in each class make the playoffs. Every district champ gets a first round bye and doesn't have to play that extra game. That means the top three teams in each district make the postseason. You avoid the one and eight, two and seven teams getting in. And yes, Davenport North made the playoffs this year with a record of one and eight. There's never going to be a perfect solution, but why not reward every district champ with a bye and still get all playoff-worthy teams in? I'm, uh, I'm sure the Iowa High School Athletic Association Are will have a little, serious a, little, tonight? a little trouble even paying attention to the message there. And you, you, have, <laughs> you have one toe that's kind of flopping down a little bit. It's almost like you're flipping us off with your, with your toe. All right, let's, uh, let's get to some calls here on, uh, on Sound Off. We'll get it going with Rob in Des Moines. Rob, what did, uh, what did you think about the Cyclones' effort against Texas? I thought it was a great, great win. I mean, it was a team effort, a coaching effort. It was, it was awesome. You know, you stop saying CCR things. You never get four or five-star players to come here. Right. That's all Texas team was. We bellied up to them guys, and they did, they did play a bad game. We were whipping them, though. I mean, I thought Iowa State played very well. Oh, yeah. The one thing I wanted to say, Keith, is last week a caller called in, and he said that uh, Paul had fired uh, Mangino, and that was his escape coach. I thought that was wrong because Coach Rhodes, completely opposite of that, he would lay down in front of a train for any one of them coaches and any one of them players. Uh, and he said it like it was. They, they were not on the same page. 
he takes the blame for everything, so he has to do what he has to do, and I think he made the right call. Well, clearly, really it, it, it sure. Thank you, Rob. It looks like he, he made the right now. call. And yeah. if, they're, if, they're, if they're not on the same page, Rhodes is the head coach, yeah. and if, uh, if he had an offensive coordinator, we don't know exactly what happened, but, John, clearly – Mm-hmm. This team is better running this offense and keeping the other team's offense off the field. The defense is playing better. Everything is working. It kind of makes you wonder why we didn't see Joel Lanning sooner. Here's the but cra- that maybe Mangino's the answer. Yeah, here's the crazy thing about this Iowa State game is, you know, the Big 12 was all about spread offenses. Get the ball out quick. Let's score, let's score, let's score. Iowa State against Texas was kind of like a Big 10 team. They controlled the ball. They ran the ball. Mike Warren, 157 yards rushing. They controlled the line of scrimmage, dominated a Texas team full of better recruits. That's the type of ball they need to play. Solid defense, run the ball, and stay in ball games. And Rhodes showed who's still in charge, and the players showed they still believe in him. Uh, Becky is in Bondurant. Also, Cyclone football after the big win against Texas, a win I did not predict. I I thought Texas would win this game. Becky, it wasn't even close. Iowa State dominated. You know what? When I saw the second half of the Baylor game, I knew they were going to win. I don't know why. I just did it. Work. You were right. I want to say your fake tattoos are awful. <laughs> <laughs> they look like you stole them from your kid or something. But I just want to say, did you guys, I mean, why did it take him so long to get rid of Mangino? I mean, when you see Joel Lanning playing, it's like, I mean, how, why didn't this take place sooner? They've been awful on the offense for the whole two years. He was there. I, I think Mangino likes to have one quarterback and stick with him. That quarterback was, was Sam Richardson. And Sam Richardson has had many good moments. He plays hard. He seems like a really good guy. Uh, I'm sure this is all hard for him, but this is all working and feels different with Joel Lanning. And it makes you see, John, if, if this is what it took, if jettisoning uh, Mangino was what it took to make this guy this depressed yeah. watching this game, then it was the right thing to do. And it's, it's hard to bench a senior, a, a, a senior yeah. quarterback with big numbers team the last three years. And I think Rhodes said earlier in the year that Lanning was still learning the offense. But what Lanning did on Saturday is he ad-libbed a lot of plays. He can get out of the pocket. He can run. He can run defenders over. You saw that throw to Lazard earlier. He can make plays with his feet that I don't think Richardson could make because Richardson kind of stopped running the ball at all. And, and that's he what did. they need in their quarterback to run the ball. Had some injuries. Jerry is in Altoona. Hawkeye football as we reach uh, two-thirds of the way through the season. Iowa still undefeated. Not the Hawkeyes' best effort against Maryland, but it was more than enough. What did you think, Jerry? Well, I want to discuss this nonsense that Iowa got lucky not having to play Michigan and Michigan State. I don't know if people are aware of it or not, but Iowa has beat Michigan three out of the last five times. They've beat Michigan State three out of the last five times. And one of the losses they had to Michigan State was only by three points. And in my opinion, all these prognosticators are saying that we got lucky. I believe they got lucky not having to play us. That's a a way to look at it. Uh, Here's the thing, though. Just keep winning. If Iowa does that, you will meet a really good team in the Big Ten Championship in the title game in Indianapolis, and there's a chance to prove everything you just said, right? And You know, another thing is, it's awful funny, last year, Ohio State went through the Big Ten, and they weren't punished for that, and they got put in the Final Four. Now Iowa's in the Big Ten, and it's uh, we're playing in a weak conference. And like I said, on top of it, we supposedly got lucky not playing Michigan and Michigan State, which is nonsense. 
Jerry, thanks for the call. Usually every year in college football, there's a team that the, the, the experts and the analysts like to pick on because of their schedule. Mm-hmm. Iowa is that team this year. Last year, there were some other teams that, that got ripped apart because of their schedule or their week. They didn't have the, the greatest wins. Iowa is just in that boat this year. But like you said, they win. If they keep winning 12-0, go 13-0, they're going to be in the college football playoff. Am I right? When can, I just, can I kick that through the goalpost? Am I right on that? When I just listen to you, John, you sound credible. When I look over at you, this doesn't look. This is not a. Credible you look, look ridiculous. All right, it is. Uh, it, it is time for lookalikes with a local connection. Old Spice judges and Helen in Story City says that John Sears, the foot, looks like the Kansas Jayhawk. Old Spice. What? Oh, thank you. John, thanks you. Deb says Cubs manager Joe Madden fast becoming one of our more popular lookalike entries. And we'll, he's on every week. We'll say this is a local connection because he's the manager of the Cubs. He looks like actor Spencer Tracy. Old Spice? Younger Spencer glasses Tracy. Are yeah. What could possibly bug a Hawkeye fan about an 8-0 record? The baggage that comes with it. I'll explain in What's Bugging Andy next. Like us on Facebook, we'd appreciate it. Uh, it's Sound Off Nation. Matt writes, we can still make the championship game with a loss. I'm pretty confident we can win our division. Going undefeated would be nice, but it's that 13-0 record that would be really special. Go Hawks. Cyclone fan Scott writes, coaching is about making adjustments. Young team showing improvements. I'm confident in the coaching staff to get things done in the right way. Willis writes, Indiana and Nebraska will be two huge tests. Iowa struggles with mobile quarterbacks, and now our own quarterback can't run due to injury. We should now watch What's Bugging Andy. We should or we could. Hmm. The moment that the Hawkeyes beat Northwestern two weeks ago, seismologists recorded a very slight quiver along the Iowa fault line. It was caused by a large group of football fans suddenly shifting their feet to face the possibility of a perfect 12-0 season. Shortly thereafter, there was another moment that showed up on the Richter scale, and that one was a bit more difficult to explain. Before the Northwestern game, the idea was that Iowa could go 12-0 if they beat Northwestern in Evanston with a roster depleted by injuries. Could. After they got it done, could became should. And that's kind of a problem. Looking at Iowa's remaining schedule, it was absolutely sane to believe that the Iowa Hawkeyes should win out and post their first 12-0 season ever. But what bugs people is that the word should comes with a lot of baggage, right? Could is just a dream. Should is an expectation, like something your boss gives you at work. You should go 12 and 0. We'll go ahead and add that to your job description. When could turns into should, something that was once just good fun, potential, becomes something that could potentially suck, like an upset to an unranked opponent one which now brings more casualties with it than it would have before. The Hawkeyes lose now, and their perfect record is gone 
their top 10 ranking is in danger and their postseason potency just got vasectomized. Critics who called Iowa's schedule weak now have more incentive to speak out and who really wanted to hear more from them in the first place. So let's implore ourselves to keep good old could on life support a bit longer. Go ahead, dream big, but you know what happens to dreams when you talk out loud in them, you wake up and feel all awkward. I'm Andy Fails and that's what's bugging me. More Halloween sound off coming up, including a look back at previous <laughs> years. And who's in your five best sports names? <laughs> Follow us on Twitter. It's at SoundOff13. You see some of the tweets going by on the ticker right now. John writes, I want to see how they, ISU, play against OU. Sooners seem to beat the hope out of Iowa State football when they get on a roll. Sassafras. Sassafras, welcome. Sassafras writes, two more wins, but have a feeling Paul Rhodes will keep his job if we win one more. 515 Hawk fan writes, I'm confident they'll go 12-0, but I won't be surprised if they stub their toe. No! Oh, John, no! I hope you didn't take that personally. No! I'm just enjoying the ride so far. Hashtag go Hawks. Chris writes, find a way to win at IU, a place Iowa's lost at the, in the past. If so, the 11-0 Hawks will be visiting Lincoln on Black Friday. Who's in your five Halloween sports names? Even though it's November, it felt like yeah. last week was too soon. Number five, NFL QB, Warren Moon. Mm -hmm. Number four, NFL defensive end, Michael Myers. <laughs> Number three, football coach from Iowa Wesleyan, once upon a time, Hal Mummy. <laughs> number two, baseball player, Spook Jacobs. Before and, my time. And number one, Halloween sports name, Boo Weekly. It's a good one. Let's get back to the calls. Nick in Altoona. Nick, what did you think of uh, the Cyclones win? Everybody should be, fe be feeling pretty good tonight. Hey, Nick, how are you? I felt amazing about this win. I've been a Cyclone for a long, long time. I had my season tickets for a while. And today, well, there's nothing better than Halloween in Jack Trice Stadium. The stadium was electric. The crowd was great. The team was great. Everyone was just fired up, and I've been begging for a win like this for a long time. And 24 to nothing just puts it right there. Yeah, that was an impressive win. It's just a and slap in the face to Texas, too. It, it is, because Texas has all them. the resources that you could possibly want. And how cool is it to see Texas lose like that? And Iowa State dominates. so much. Yeah, and they, they, they beat Oklahoma a couple of weeks how ago. And then, and then Texas beat Kansas State. So this is... An They've impressive win wins. for Iowa State. This isn't a, 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 a good Texas team. This is one of the better Texas teams. But this team beat Oklahoma a couple of weeks ago, and Iowa State shuts them out 24-0. And a good point just made by the caller. Uh, having a game like this ensures that in that final home game, there will be a big crowd there for yeah. the Cyclones. You lose this game, and maybe it's not as big a crowd without the uh, nice weather. Marcy in Ellsworth. Marcy, Hawkeyes against Maryland, what are your thoughts? Well, you know, you've heard of Hilton magic. I think we have a little bit of Hawkeye magic. What goes into Hawkeye magic? Well, I tell you what, we had some boys on a bye week, some kids that were out because of their injuries, and C.J. Bethart was not completely well. But, you know, he did very, very well in the game. They were a little loose in the third quarter, but they came back, and they did very, very well. I thought special teams was excellent. And I thought their defensive plays were very, very good. Nicely put, Marcy. Yeah. Defense was really good. D defense was great. Yeah. John, I think the Bethard mobility is a concern moving yeah. forward. 
Already down Kanziri, already down Drew Ott, and Bethard has trouble moving. There were a couple of games where Bethard scrambles were the keys to the momentum changing in the game. He made a couple of big plays. Right now he can't move, and defenses realize that. So this is a good time to not be playing the better part of your schedule. Yeah, you got to hope if you're a Hawkeye fan that that hip uh, that's been bothering him is getting better, and it's slowly getting better, and it's not getting worse. Because that's what you don't want is him to go back down to where he was at the Northwestern game when he was only about 50%. The Royals have taken the lead in the 12th inning. The Royals are seemingly about to clinch the World Series. These guys just keep coming, and they're coming up in face-off. You're watching Sound Off Live. Sound Off is live. Old Spice directing, Nick Wilder producing, and here we go. Time to bounce around some more topics or kick around more topics. I get it. You're afoot. You're we, afoot. We call it face off. Murph, the Republican presidential debate this week on CNBC was heavily criticized for the way the moderators handled the candidates. The Republican Party is now debating whether to keep NBC out of the next debate. Do they have a point? The moderators asked far too many loaded leading questions intended to make the moderators point, not seek interesting discourse. The debate format needs reworking anyway, so maybe this will bring about positive change. Fox is being criticized by some for withholding news in Game 1 of the World Series that Royals pitcher Edinson Volquez, his dad, died earlier in the day. I have no problem with this, do you? I don't either. Uh, we did not have to know Volquez's father died. It wasn't a public safety issue or threat. What's wrong with honoring the family's wishes, which is what Fox did? Little compassion never hurt anyone. World Series going on right now. Right now, the Royals lead 3-2 in the 12th Ooh. inning. Three outs away from a World Series title. That's pretty cool, isn't it? Man, and the Mets had them down again, but this Royals team just keeps coming. They're like zombies, man. They they just keep coming. <laughs> Two I, runs in the top oh, of the ninth. So happy for our friend Michael Admire. I can't even imagine what he's like tonight. He probably won't sleep all week. Oh, he's going to be bonkers. Sad news this week in Minnesota. Jerry Kill resigns from coaching due to health reasons. That press conference was tough to watch. It sure, it sure was. Uh, Jerry Kill does not want to stop coaching, but he had two more seizures at practice last week. He's smart to walk away while he still can. The Gopher players seem to love this guy. And nothing but good things from every coach around the country. Yeah, saying and, not including kill. you, Kurt Ferrand, no, the, the old Kurt. Kurt. Yeah, the old, old, regular Kurt. Old new. Yeah. yeah. Zach Johnson was at Kinnick Stadium yesterday as the honorary captain. Johnson is one of the best golfers in the world. And he loves his Hawkeyes. That's that's pretty cool to see, right? Our friend Andy Fails wishes Zach would just give all his fandom to their <laughs> alma mater, Drake. But Zach grew up a Hawkeye fan, and he'll stay one for life. How do you think the Iowa golf coach who didn't offer Zach a scholarship feels? Man, that, uh, that that's, a, that's a miss for Iowa right there. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Iowa's lost Drake's game. Nebraska lost again. Huskers are now three and six and in last place in the Big Ten West. How Ooh. much do Husker fans wish they still had Bo Pelini? Some do for sure. And you know Bo's smiling thinking, how you like me now? Boom. You can always email the show. Please do. Sound off at whotv.com. Hey, don't feel too bad, Nebraska fans. Creighton basketball season is just around the corner <laughs> at Shane and Marshalltown. I hate to be a negative Nancy after a win, but the second half was 30 minutes of the most uninspired play I've seen from Iowa all year. If it wasn't for King's pick six, it would have been a nail-biter against Maryland. Maryland! 
Brandon in Nevada. Iowa ISU and you and I all won on Saturday. Great day. The only thing that concerned me was that Iowa got outscored by Maryland 15 to 10 in the second half. That shouldn't happen at home. That's the candy man in Newton. The Royals now leading 7 to 2. Whoa. The Royals are going to win the World Series. How I about that? I guess you can just say that they, uh, they are kicking New York right out uh, of the Another World foot Series. joke, John. I, I get it. Putting the foot right between the – never mind. Yeah, we, uh, we, have one, we have time for one more call. It'll be Emmett in Bondurant. Emmett, uh, what do you think? Well, sir, if you can hear me, uh, Keith, I just have a question about Paul Rhodes. What do you think? I mean, is he going to be able to hang tough and uh, getting rid of Mark Mangino? You know, I mean, I, it's a scary thing, and we everybody loves him to death, but, you know, what are we going to do? And then the second thing is, what's up with that brown toe on that foot? <laughs> well, the, the, uh, yeah, it's a little bit of hope. It's had a, it's, yeah, that toe, one, that toe keeps one. coming yeah, down. I, I Clearly suntan. Yeah, I Here's what you can say about Paul Rhodes. He is still coaching like a man who plans to stay at Iowa State, mm-hmm. and the team is still responding. And whatever you think of the Manic Monday that just took place, it all looked good Saturday night. The offense looked good. The defense looked good. The team clearly rallied behind Paul Rhodes, and it's all working. So let's see what happens over the next month. The next Jamie, four pa- games are yeah. big. Jamie Pollard told yeah. us last week he thinks uh, dismissing head coaches in the middle of the season is bad for college football. That did not happen at Iowa State, and Iowa State responded this past Saturday night. All right, uh, that is going to do it for us this week. Um, we're going to be back next week. We hope you are too. Are we going to wear these costumes next week? Or? No, we're already in November. Okay. This is pushing as is. We leave you with the sound off, send off. Sound off of Halloween's past, but no foot. No foot. Vote for Pedro. It's Fitness Mason. Shrink, shrink, blinkity blink. Tried to make me think. Want to go to my sink? (laughs) I can raise and lower my cholesterol at will. Our state had some good players in my day. We gave several of them a chance to walk on. Mr. LeBowner. LeBowner? Please. Jackie Moon is on sound off. Welcome to the Murph and Andy Show. Hello, Iowa. Are you ready to talk some American football? Sorry about your Red Raiders. They got beat at home this week by Texas, so I'm sorry about that. Uh, it's all right. We'll get them in two weeks, right? Two Go weeks up here names. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence.